Welcome to the Metabytes Did you podcast. Really good at this one? <laughs> I know, exactly, exactly. We're getting very professional. And here we are with our amazing new equipment. Conrad, you I didn't know what the equipment looked like before, but. <laughs> the the this equipment is before cool. was a lapel mic, pretty much. Um, Attached to my phone with uh, with some software running on the phone, so that was it, man. Now yeah. we're now we're we're legit. It's, it's a legit studio. So the Metabytes has taken it up to another level. We had an interview. My first interview on Metabytes was the last one we did with mm-hmm. uh, Laura Lee from the PR agency. Yep. Um, but we used the old school old school lapel. Old but now we've taken it up to a new I level. I feel privileged, buddy. Um, you should. You should. Um, okay, a quick introduction. I am obviously Michael Duncan from Meta Creative. Um, and I've been doing now the Metabytes podcast for... It's a cool name, though. I think you've done well with it, played it, played yeah, it. Yeah, and the idea is, you know, the idea behind it was just to do it, yep. to just start doing something, hence just the lapel mic, <laughs> and just like talking like a couple of topics about digital marketing and just like chatting down the park, yep. wherever, you know, just keep it really, keep it really sort of fresh. But taking it to another level has been, has been really good has been really, really good. And I, I, I want to go deeper and deeper into it. I mean, we've done podcasts before. Yep. Um, the Simple Minds Podcast, if anybody's listening, you can go check it out at Simple Minds Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'd love to introduce um, a good friend of mine, actually, Conrad Francis. G'day, buddy. Great to be here. Yeah, good, good. Um, you do sound like Sean Connery. Oh, Sean Connery, I could do that accent yeah. a little bit more. He's from Edinburgh. He's yeah. a famous Edinburgh. I was, only, um, I was listening to the podcast last night. I'm thinking, bloody, where's that voice coming from? And I that's the, the only was, one I could pick up. So. I was the host on that one, yeah, yeah. doing the, the Chardonnay. <laughs> no no drinks on this podcast, I'm yeah. sorry. No drinks no, on this No, I've noticed. Podcast. You did offer me water, but I was okay. I did. So it is during the day, business. <laughs> you know, this is a business podcast. <laughs> and I've got to go to the gym after this too, so yeah, Dale. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Me. So, Conrad, give us a little bit of a background on... Who you are. Sure. Um, it's really interesting, right, because who I am is very different to what I do. Uh, who I am, you know, I'm a person, two arms, two legs, breathe air, bleed blood. Um, no, but um, originally not from Australia. Uh, came from Burma back in 73. Uh, landed here, uh, mum, dad, my sister. Uh, my brother was born here. And you were only a year old, yeah? I was a year, yeah, a year and a month. Um, sorry, I lied to you. I wasn't even a year, I was 11 months. Uh, came hmm. in January 73. And um, yeah, and, and mum and dad worked real hard and, uh, and to give us the opportunities that we, we got given. My brother and sister uh, have uh, their families and two children. Um, typical Australian family these days. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been married. I've got a 17-year-old daughter, yep. uh, soon to be 18, um, and run a few businesses. So, you know, very different lifestyles, but same family. And I, I always think to myself and speak about how, how uh, you can have three children in a family, but two very different mindsets yep uh, so yeah it's really interesting good good and your main business um it inspired business, money yeah inspired money so it's a financial services business uh it's been going for nearly eight years now um i've been in the finance industry since 95 so yep. a fair while uh seen a lot of changes mate and i guess um loving the innovation uh, that's moving through our industry at the moment with the with fintech being one of the biggest um you know funded um uh, startup in uh, sta- sectors and startups at the moment, so that's yep. really uh, that's me. exciting. So, who I mean, who do you see as the biggest disruptor just now in in the finance industry? I don't know whether there's a there's a who at the moment. Um, there's a lot of people bumbling around and mumbling around. I mean, so we're using some tech in our business, which I'm really really happy with. I mean, I can give them a shout out, My Prosperity. Um, you know, they've got a wealth portal that pretty much empowers people to 
take control of their finances and allows people like us from financial planners to accountants to property managers to um, to take you know to, to, to share in that journey and to add value that way yep uh, making the client the hub which yep. is which is what I've always believed um, should be the case we should always inspire to aspire um, the individual yeah and especially with the the big players there's been a lot of bad press recently about some of the bigger players in the finance industry some of the banks um. yeah greed's a funny thing mate and I think it happens at every level right at personal level and definitely at corporate level and um, what we've seen within the banking sector at the moment I don't know whether you want to mention brands but um, there's been you know, the Royal Commission that we've just yep. had recently going through here and and rightly so exposing some of the um, I, I, I'll say crap behaviour um, but it's also more about the ignorance, um, the unknown stuff, you know, which is to me not good enough when you when you're in a position of leadership within the community. Yep. Um, so you may not have not done something intentionally, and a lot of these institutions haven't done it intentionally, but through neglect, it's caused massive impact, and I don't think that, I don't think that's good enough. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, businesses like Inspired Money, which are obviously more of a boutique size, yep. can obviously cater and and help the the average yeah, and I mean, Australian a lot a lot better than. That's my desire. My desire is to help mum and dads. And like I said, you yep. I told you where, my, where I came from. And that, you know, that's my market. You know, mum yep. and dads that want to take control and you know, become better for yep. themselves and for their families. So what's your focus then with Inspired Money moving forward? What's the, the next thing? Or what's, say, what's been happening over the last couple of years and what's, what's coming up? Well, I mean, it's broadening what we do. So you know, we, we, we're traditionally a financial planning firm. We've added mortgages, so we're adding other financial services offerings. I believe that there's going to be a better play for businesses to become more diversified in what they offer their clients. Um, so we are looking at other streams of diversification that technically isn't finance related, but more people related. Yep. So add yep. more value into a person's life, not just through finance, but finance being the key. Um, so we're, we're talking and we're in discussions with people, businesses and people around that at the moment. Yep. Um, you know, our vision is to is to be the best, the most affordable and accessible financial services business in Australia. Okay. Um, now big goal for a small business operating in a Perth but um, you've got to aspire to that type of stuff and I think if, you're, if your fishing pond's that big then um, you don't need to have a lot of that to be successful. Yeah and the introduction of obviously technology within the finance space over the last decade yeah, would I'd you say? say? A decade I mean anything compounding is interesting like you could even go through the last three years but definitely this has been bubbling for at least 10 or so years Yep. Um, there's been a lot of ignorance over that time frame so whilst it's been bubbling no one's really been taking any notice yep. um, but a lot of this stuff's now coming to the fore now so you know how are you using technology to, to, to reach your clients to engage with your clients uh, and client engagement if it has never been the number one goal of a business should be the number one goal of a yep. business and is it hard for the bigger players in town is it hard for them to compete and be nimble enough with the technology changes to yeah. to, to yeah. make wholesale changes to the way they well that's what we're seeing and that's what puts us in a fairly good driver's seat I mean not even just institutional level you know there's other bigger businesses than us in this place um, you know double triple the size of, what of our business and they can't move fast enough um, because it's, it's just the nature of the beast. The bigger you are, the harder it is to evolve yep. because of the structure that you've evolved under. Yep. Now, businesses like Facebook and Google and, and, um, and Apple obviously innovate and iterate and change direction faster now because of their structure and how they're set up. Uh, but a lot of businesses aren't set up that way. Uh, you know, and it's a lot, a lot to do around the trust yep. and the vision. Yeah, I mean, these big companies, I mean, you said well, the big four, isn't it really? Google, Amazon, Facebook, and... Uber, I would tell you, and Airbnb, you got Uber, Airbnb. Yeah, you got, yeah, yeah. but the sort of the tech places. giants, I suppose it's just, just the three. Yeah. Yeah. It's the three, the Facebook, Google, and, and um, 
Amazon. But people are throwing Spotify in there at the moment um, because of the, you know their reach in the media in the music space. I mean, Uber's Uber's what it's done to travel and Airbnb. I mean, they're the ones that are sitting on the fringes. Yep. Um, Pinterest is floating around there. YouTube's obviously there, but they all well, YouTube's owned by um, YouTube owned by these days. Is it Google? Uh, yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Sorry. So, yeah. It yeah, is. I yeah. Mean, so I mean, they they have all come from extravagant visions, yep. um, and obviously to, to iterate and to change and to, and to move and shift, you have to empower a lot of different people to do that, as opposed to being very, what's it, uh, line manager driven and very very divisionally driven, which is the way a lot of companies still are, yep. and there's still a lot of small businesses are. Yep. So you know that's what's happening. Those businesses that haven't paid much attention to vision, um, and clearly haven't value client engagement as, it, as it's evolved, yep. um, they're getting stuck at the moment. And what can, what can some of the big players in the finance industry then, I mean, we're talking about the Commonwealth Bank, these sort of guys, yep. what's their future? Yeah, well, their future, I believe, is, is going to be interesting. Banking going forward is going to be interesting. You know, it's, it's time, it, everything evolves. Um, yep. I'm, I'm not going to say the CBA or any of the majors won't be around. I, I, don't, I don't think they're that susceptible to yep. Yep. that kind of change. But they need to. There needs to be they a do, movement. They do need to iterate their lines of business, and I think that's already on the cards. I mean, obviously, blockchain at the moment. We hear blockchain in reference to cryptocurrencies. Yep. But blockchain is a transaction ledger, digital transaction ledger, which tracks money. Yep. Um, so that will play a bigger part in cash and cash flow. Yep. Um, and it should also allow the machinations of lending and borrowing and deposits happen a lot easier. So, yep. uh, how that evolves, I mean, I'm led to believe the banking sector within Australia will probably get a big input and say as to how blockchain rolls out within this country. Yep. Um, but I, it will change. It will change the way that we've borrowed money, with, that we've let money and invested money. Yep. Um, you know, and, that, and I think that's the big thing on the horizon for banks at the moment. Um, but you can't lose sight of how you engage with your clients. Yeah, and I mean, from a business point of view on my side as well, I mean, it's always the clients. That's, that's yeah. the number one focus. And it is. has to be. I mean, I, I went to a, um, a business function the other day where a panel of speakers are speaking over the day and they opened up with a lawyer. And usually when you go to these events and a lawyer speaks, you generally fall asleep. Yep. But when you go to these events and the lawyer is actually the most interesting person to speak to because they say to you, if you focus on your client, you'll never get it wrong. Yeah, yeah. The world is going through a change. Yep. Um, and that's that's the case in point. If a lawyer is telling you about client engagement, you need to listen. Yep. How do you treat your clients then? What, what are some of the things you do for your clients that um, you think has has helped your business and you know, keeps you guys going the um, way you are. Price is an interesting point, right? I mean, but we, we, I would say we're fairly affordable for what we deliver and I'm always about delivering massive value to people. Um, yep. And the more value you deliver, the, the easier it becomes for people to value you. Um, so price is an easy place to play the game in, but to me it's how someone feels after they deal with you. Yeah, and I'm, I'm yep. always interested as to how a client feels after they've dealt with us. And, you know, not necessarily the instant phase where the well, geez, you've taken that off my hands. I feel great now. Well, 12 months, two years, three years, five years down the track, 10 years down the track. Yep. Um, how are you feeling now? Yep. You know, are we ticking your boxes? Have we allowed you to do what you've wanted to do? You know, yep. So that to me is a great conversation. Now, I don't see a lot of clients anymore, Mike. So yep. when I do get to see them, and, I do, and, and obviously some of, some of the clients are my friends when I see them, it's, that's, that's the questions I want to know. You know how is the experience for you? What, what, do you, what, what can we do better? Um, and what don't you need to see? Yeah, I think um, a lot of businesses, and I, I was probably in this basket as well um, a few years ago of not, I mean, I've always cared a lot for clients, but not yep. got the feedback from the clients, which I think is you need that loop to constantly improve. Yeah, um, you do. It's, it's what allows you to sharpen. Um, and we tend to shy away from it. I think it's a psychological thing, right? I think we, we, we logistically know we should be asking the question, but we don't really want to hear the answer yep. um, because we're not prepared to do the work 
that might come about. And most of us don't actually receive compliments well either. Um, and so that's the other side of it, right? So yeah, we don't want to yeah. hear the bad shit um, and we don't we aren't ready to receive the compliments. So we just yep. don't act, we don't act and we don't ask. Yep. That's really um, interesting. Yeah, yeah so it, it, <laughs> it, my, I'm only speaking from personal experience. That's how it's been for me. And, and so when it's that like for me, I go on the internet and say, well, fine, is this real? Yep. And sure enough, that is real. It, yeah, it, yeah, it's yeah. the polarizing piece. Oh, definitely, definitely. I've got a um, question for you, which is sort of to do with small business. If, if you were um, starting up a small business yep. and you had $10,000 in the bank, what would you spend that $10,000 on? Uh, I'm very clear with what I would spend that money on. It's engaging with the people you want to sell to. Okay. Yeah. And would you have an idea of which way you would go about that from a personal perspective? Well, I guess we've, we've built our business a lot on client referrals, sorry, business referrals. Yep. Um, that's been our f- prime focus. So I would identify the businesses that I want to align to and I'd spend some time and money in, in making the connections work, whether it be lunches or adding some level of value to them uh, that will allow them to consider me to work with me. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, I know a lot of the stories from your networking prowess. Because I mean, that is you kind of pride yourself on on, crazy, on getting man. getting to know the right people. It's crazy because I don't. I've never been um, a person that has spent money on networking groups and doing. Those I was going to say, in, in I don't mean networking as in your. It's never structured with me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But um, it's, it's the relationship building. Yeah, yeah. relationship building is more the, more the case. I mean, and it's about and I've gotten very clear on this. It's about what can I do for you. Yep. You know, what can I do? What can I give you that's going to allow us to build that trust bridge real quick yep. uh, for us to exchange value real quick? Yep. Um, you know, and, I, and then you just got to deliver. Um, and, the, the, and, I, and I use the word bridge because everything you do puts another plank in the bridge for yourselves to walk over. Yep. Uh, and there's always going to be a little leap of faith when you start a new relationship. Yep. Um, but the smaller you can make that leap, the easier it is for them to take. Yeah, and I think the the key word that you said just then is deliver. Like you can yeah. prom- promise the world, and I think a lot of, I mean, obviously it's such a busy place just now. With there's businesses starting up everywhere, yeah. people saying they're going to do this. There's the Instagram famous uh, guys. Just sort of, it's easy to look the part these yeah. days, but the actual delivery of of that value is is the key. Yeah, I'm dealing with some stuff at the moment with a client where. It's interesting what she's paid for, for what I know she will receive. And experience gives you that level of understanding. But yeah, you're right. It's that, what are you buying when you see it online? Yep. Um, what's the depth behind it? What, what is behind it? Yep. Um, but with the, with me, I think not being afraid of actually not getting it right either. Yep. Okay. And then taking the advice on to move it forward. Yep. I mean, they're the hum- most humbling lessons. But we, again, you know, I haven't got it right with clients all the time. You know, one hundred percent of the time is, is is impossible to attain. Of course, yeah, um, yeah. But when you ask for feedback, then you know how they feel. Yep. Um, and when when how they feel is something you can affect uh, through changes in your systems and your processes, then great, take it on board and make those changes. If it's not something like that, then you've got to understand. We'll find is the clients the clients never wrong, okay? But then can you deliver that feeling to them? And if they can't, then you've obviously got to shake hands and part ways yep. respectfully. Oh, definitely, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, don't just try and hang on to the fee for the sake of balance sheet and knowing that you're not delivering what they need. Yep, yep. Um, why do you connect so well with Batman? <laughs> why is Batman such a big part of your life, Conrad Francis? Or should oh, I say man. Bruce Wayne? It's actually been an interesting one, right? I, I think the Batman story, Bruce Wayne story is an interesting one. I mean, not that I come from um, a family that I, I had a mum and dad. Um, but 
uh, Bruce Wayne's journey was very, very in his own mind. So even though I had a great family and still have a great family, um, a lot of my time is on my own and in my own headspace. Um, so I, I do align with the way the Batman, Bruce Wayne story evolved. And the other part of that is Bruce's story about how he dealt with fear. Um, you know, he fell down a hole, dealt with some bats, and that's what, what stuck with him, essentially, you know, the fear of being around bats in the, in the black cave. Yeah, okay. Um, so as it's evolved, I guess it's a case of me dealing with what makes me scared. Um, and a lot, and fear's not real, Mike. We know this, right? But yep. it, it is real in a way that it exists, but it's not real by what it is. Um, and it's a constant battle of fear because we're always moving into realms of uncharted territory. We're always growing into areas that we, we've never really... You know, got 100% control or influence yep. over. Um, and so it's that unknown stuff that really does just keep checking in and pegging you back and testing you whether you really want it enough. And I think that's more the case, mate. I mean, okay. I can tell you the bullshit story about being the you know, the single bachelor and, and being a wealthy bloke and, and like that part of Bruce Wayne's lifestyle. And, I mean, like, I, and loving wearing tights, obviously, as well. Well, I have done that, mate. <laughs> I have done that in public on a few occasions. Yep. Um, you know, and, and that's the nice side of it. And you know what? I guess, you know, that feeds the ego a little bit. That, oh, definitely. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. that's not the truth. The truth is that it's, it's the fear face and how Bruce, as a young boy, dealt with that fear. So what fear do you remember then? As a catalyst, as a, was a, there was there a catalyst, a, a moment that your bat moment at, at any stage in your life? Oh, I guess you, you can take it back. I mean, the earliest part I can take it back to was um, when we used to walk to school. I was in year one, uh, going to Lockridge Senior High, uh, sorry, Lockridge, Lockridge Primary, uh, and we walked to school. And we used to get to, well, I used to get teased in the point where you get to this corner house and you just bolted, oh, you just really? ran. Okay, yeah. I won't say what we got called because it was fairly uh, d- disgusting, but. Um, you know, you had to believe in yourself to a point that, you know, at one stage, if you didn't stand up for yourself and weren't, you know, you didn't feel like you had to run, you just, you, you could walk past that place. Um, you know, that to me felt great. Um, yeah. So I was scared for a large part of my life until I believed, okay, well, I'm going to walk this line and I will walk it. And sure enough, it dissipated. They'd never, ever chased me. <laughs> um, but they just yelled and screamed from the, from the, the, the yard. Um, but it's it, it's whatever story you want to tell yourself, though, right? And you can let the fear grow, can't yeah. you? This is the this is the you issue. Can, you exactly can. right. And you know, for a large part of my life growing up, you know, I, like I just said to you, you know, I'm um, obviously well, those that can't see me, I'm, I've got dark skin. So, <laughs> um, growing up in a country where um, you know you can racial issues were real and probably still are to a certain level oh, around I think the place. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, and so perception became my reality. Um, I couldn't explain to people where I came from easily enough because I didn't know where I came from. Yeah, yeah. You're on um, 11 months. And so there's a lot of uncertainty and an unknown in myself. And you know, I had to get to know me. Um, and I know about the decisions I made right through my primary school life that allowed me to fit in as opposed to stand out. Um, yeah, and I'm okay. all about encouraging people to stand the fuck out right now, pardon my French, mate, but stand out as much as you can. Yep. Uh, because that's who you are and your unique ability to add value to everyone around you and to the planet is what's important. I think we could probably finish there. That was a really nice way to finish, Conrad. No worries, Mike. <laughs> Thank you for joining the podcast today with the, the first test run of our amazing, no, it's great, mate. amazing new equipment. It sounds pretty good. No, it's always great. It's always great to be a part of things like this. Yeah, definitely. Well, thank you, Conrad, Cheers, and mate. goodbye. Bye-bye.